Welcome along to our bonus Friday episode of Red Tinted Glasses and it's a bonus because Neil Warnock has strengthened his Aberdeen squad with the signing of experienced winger Junior Hoylett. The 33-year-old joins the Dons until the end of the season and I'm delighted that Josh Deming, host of JJTV and content creator for At One Soccer on Twitter, has joined me to help give a little bit more insight into Junior Hoylett. So Josh, welcome along to the podcast. Thanks for having me on, Glenn. I'm excited to chat with you. Yeah, and I think, look, look a lot of fans of, of British football will know Junior um, from his time down south, obviously worked with Neil Warnock on a couple of occasions uh, as well. But I really wanted to get an insight from someone that's dedicated to, to Canadian football and probably has seen Junior recently, of course, playing for Vancouver Whitecaps. Now, before we press the record button, he hasn't actually played too often for Vancouver nine games two starts and as we discussed the last time he actually took to the football pitch was in the defeat to Jamaica in November for Canada yeah he he joined the Whitecaps um kind of the end towards the end of the MLS season so he was going into an already established side that was flying at the moment under Manny Sartini so it was always going to be going to be difficult for him to integrate himself into the starting 11 so we basically saw him as a super sub type role like you mentioned he started a couple matches came off the bench came off the bench in playoffs as well and didn't have like he was all right he was all right in Vancouver he didn't didn't do anything overly special but like I said it was really difficult given the remaining fixtures that they have to really break his way into that side so like he wasn't he wasn't bad by any stretch for the Whitecaps it's just you know he he didn't make the biggest impact and then now he's waited a little bit and tried to buy his time and obviously he's found a new landing spot but yeah, he hasn't started a match since October, and he did play for Canada most recently, like you mentioned, against Jamaica. So it's been a few months since we've seen Junior in action, but I'm excited to see him uh, uh, sign for you guys because I think that he he could definitely be a bit of an impact player. I'm curious to see how quickly he gets to full fitness, but I think he can definitely play a role. Yeah, and I think obviously given the fact he hasn't played or certainly started um, since October, played since November... Any hopes of us seeing him from the start uh, this weekend against Hibernian probably are, are minimal. But interesting, you, you use the term impact sub, and we're kind of blessed with um, players in a creative role in terms of Leighton Clarkson and Jamie McGram. We've been ca- crying out for a, a bit of width. Width. Now, I was watching your channel on, on YouTube earlier um, for a bit of insight uh, into Junior, and I noticed that in the depth chart video that you did for the Canadian men's team you had junior down as a a right midfielder and right winger Wikipedia tends to indicate he's maybe more (laughs) of a left winger what what wing suits him best I would say right now on the right but he he's a very versatile player he can play I've seen him play at left wing back right wing back left mid right mid I've seen him play as as kind of a a floating 10 a second striker even for Canada like he he can play pretty much all over the park I think right now and most recently he's featured as a right wing back slash like kind of like right mid. So that's kind of where I slotted him in. But in my opinion, he can play on both sides just as good. I just like the fact that when it comes to junior, he is very deadly when it comes to set pieces. He's deadly when it comes Mm -hmm. into whipping in a ball and he can hit him from distance. If you go on YouTube and you look up some of junior's goals, I mean, he scored some, some bangers over his uh, career. Uh, But I, I think, because again, getting a little bit older, you know, maybe losing a little bit of speed. I think having that 
ability to be able to whip in a ball comfortably from the right-hand side is is mm-hmm. where you're going to get a lot out of him. So that's why I put him down on the right-hand side in the depth chart. But like I said, especially for Canada, you've seen him pretty much play all over the front four. Would, would you say then his, his stronger foot is his, his right foot? Yeah, yeah, he's good. He's good on both, but he like he's a right footer. So that's why, like I said, when it when it comes into putting in a good delivery, when you're yeah. naturally when you're on the right hand side, it gives you a better angle to do so. But he's played when he was younger and he had a little bit more speed and he had the ability to kind of play as an inverted winger and, and mm-hmm. kind of cutting in. That's when you go, like I said, you go on YouTube and you see him score some goals. A lot of them came from the left hand side. But like I said, in recent seasons, he's he's more so been pushed to uh, a right wing back, which I find a little interesting because. Mm-hmm you know he can play kind of in that like that 10 role and when you get a little bit older you lose a little bit of speed but it doesn't really seem to affect him too much and they've kept him down the right hand side yeah and interesting you you say that given the the game that we just had uh, in midweek where the right wing back was a very poor poor performance and it's maybe been an area where we've not had the depth in the squad um, and I think also interesting because a lot of us, when we saw the signing today, would have been expecting to see Junior maybe playing a bit further forward. Um, and if he does, I, I think certainly just now, given his lack of game time, um, could be down to just being a, an impact sub. Uh, another interesting thing when, again, watching your your video from earlier today is that um, when he does go on to make his debut, he'll be the fifth Canadian to play in the Scottish <laughs> Premiership. Um, this season, although um, Theo Bear's not yet been fully capped by the, the men's national team, although I know you talked about his strong performances, and that was um, three weeks ago, that thing, that video was, of course, before he went to score the double against us uh, in midweek. So Canadians have got a, a good reputation of performing well in Scottish football. Yeah, absolutely. I recently did an interview with uh, Theo as well, and he he said, and, and I quote-ish, like a, a <laughs> he said basically like he's eligible for Jamaica, but he only has his, his mindset right now in representing Canada. And with the form he's in, I mean, if he doesn't get an opportunity in this March window, it'd be a bit of a disappointment. He's he's the most informed Canadian striker, I'd say, right now. Plus, you have like players like Alistair Johnson, like you mentioned. Um, mm-hmm. Scott Arfield was in the league a long like a while ago and obviously had yeah. a lot of success. Like there's a there's a nice history there between Canadians and and doing well in Scotland. And I think Junior could have a have a good opportunity. And I think it's it's important to note as well that I, I think Junior Hoylet will be very hungry. Like you mentioned, mm-hmm. he I didn't see the video, um, but you mentioned to me that he talked about representing Canada at the 2026 World Cup, which yeah. we are a co-host, which is important. He's going to be 34 this summer. Two years from now at the 2026 World Cup, he'll be 36. We had a 36-year-old on the previous World Cup squad, so I don't think it's unrealistic to imagine that, you know, if he keeps sharp, keeps himself fit, that he could be there. But we also have a Copa, potential Copa America coming up this summer, which is hmm. obviously a, a huge opportunity for some of these Canadians. We take on Trinidad and Tobago in March. If we win yeah. that, we qualify for the Copa America. So really, Junior's got a massive tournament, hopefully approaching this summer. I say hopefully, just so everyone knows. like yeah. <laughs> We have a big task. There's not, not a guarantee. But if we are able to, to win that match, it's a massive tournament. The likes of Brazil, Argentina, like he'll be up for it. And then it's just about settling in somewhere for the next couple seasons and you know, keeping fit and doing what he can do and hopefully be a part of that 2026 World Cup. And again, which we are co-hosting. we got 13 games. Yeah, and, and I, I noted, of course, that that playoff game against Trinidad that you've got coming up um, next month. And I'm sure Junior will be keen to be part of that, that squad again, probably down to lack of minutes, whether he gets much involvement in the game itself will remain to be seen. And obviously, maybe depending how much he impresses at his time in Aberdeen. But of course, Canada winning that playoff game gives all the Canadian men's team players and junior an extra incentive as you've just named some of those lists of teams that he could be coming up against in the summer which 
in theory should benefit Aberdeen. Absolutely. I like I said, I would I would assume that I mean I would assume that he is because I I don't know and I, I mean only Junior would know that how how fit he kept himself over these mm-hmm. past few months, but I mean, like I said, he he's known about this Copa America coming up for a while. So it would really surprise me if he didn't do everything possible to keep himself fit. I'm hoping that, you know, he maybe makes an appearance off the bench and works his way in. That was and it's 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 a it's a similar situation kind of of what he found himself in in Major League Soccer where he joined mm-hmm. an already established team. Now, like I said when he joined Vancouver, that side was flying, so it made it really difficult. I personally haven't watched you, you guys too much. Well, we're not I, flying. So. We're not flying. I looked at the table and I did watch <laughs> your guys' match against uh, Motherwell, which is quite the comeback. And then I got to see mm-hmm. Theo score a couple goals. But um, so I think it's maybe as long as he's fit, it's, it seems to have a more of an opportunity where he will be able to break, potentially break into your guys' side and hopefully get some starting minutes. Because that'd be very nice. Because like I said, regardless whether he starts for Canada, which I think right now he's he's on the outside looking in, but he's definitely an important player coming off the bench, and he can change the game with his creativity. And we've seen it so many times in the past for Canada. And like I said, hopefully when he steps over a ball over a set piece, you'll really see the the quality he has. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that because some of our delivery, certainly from corners, has been painful um, at, at times this season. Uh, you obviously mentioned the the age and um, could the the fact he's potentially lost a yard of pace be a factor? You mentioned about keeping himself fit from his interview that he did with the club after signing. He's he's been training with with Reading for the last couple of months, not not featuring. I think just just training with the squad. So hopefully there's some fitness there. Just the the maybe match sharpness is a bit lacking. But some some of our fans may have concerns that the the age and the pace that he once had not there. What have you seen from his his time in the MLS? last season in Canada, would you agree with that sentiment? I mean, it's it, it happens with age. You, yeah. You'll always lose a little bit of pace, but I think very intelligent footballers can adapt to that situation. And that's why I said it surprised me because Junior can play as like that 10. He can play a little bit further. Uh, during the Gold Cup um, a couple years ago, he played kind of as a second striker. We played a 3-5-2 and he paid, played basically under Kyle Lahren. Uh, so it, it was very fascinating to me to see when he got a little bit older, all of a sudden, like they really established him as a right wing back, which mm. I think requires a ton of running, even compared to like a, a right, right wing, right attacking mid. Uh, so I, I think that he was, I think he's been able to adapt his game to, despite maybe losing a little bit of pace. Um, he's an intelligent footballer and he plays to his strength. So I, I wouldn't be too worried about that. I really think that as long as, like like we said, he, he he's fit enough, he can work his way into this squad, and I think he will be a game changer because he was still – he put in great minutes when he was in the championship. He didn't have the – I mean, they, like I said, they, they put him back to a right wing back, so he only had one goal, but he played a ton of minutes. I believe he started 33, 34 games, and he was an impact player, and he's a very consistent player for Reading. He just, like I said, he joined a really hot team in Vancouver and found, found minutes a little difficult to get by, so – like you said, there seems like to be an opening right now. I think that the Scottish League could be a good fit. We've seen plenty of Canadians find success there, and <laughs> and Junior's got a ton of quality. He he still does at 33. So I'm like I said, I'm really excited for you guys to get him, and I'm and I really want to see what he can do because I just know, like us Canadian fans are very very excited and very nervous about this upcoming game. But mm-hmm. the prospect of playing in a Copa <clears throat> America is massive, and the players know it. So like I said, Junior's been around this program for a long time. I would imagine that he's hungry and I think you guys will be getting a, a hopefully a key piece to help you guys push a little bit up the table. Yeah, exactly. And obviously we're, we're still in the Scottish Cup as well. So not only a chance for him to help us push up the table, but a chance to, to win a trophy as well. So lots for him to get get stuck into um, on the club front and internationally by the sound of it as well. But um, 
I'm excited to see what he can bring. I think it's one of those signings that we know what he's done in the past and it's what can he do at this stage in his career. But I think maybe fans that are thinking, oh, he's coming here with with nothing to prove. I think you've just kind of given a bit of insight into, no, there's still a lot of, for him, and I, I think as well, when you listen to some of his interviews, how proud he is, as you say, uh, as well, to be part of that that men's team and what it means in terms of growing football, um, certainly in Canada itself, um, he'll want to be a part of that Copa America squad and then, uh, as he's already said, be part of the, the World Cup squad, as I, you said, with qualifying already. Yeah, I mean, I've said this story plenty of times before, but it, I mean, it's kind of special because when I was younger, um, the program has really blossomed over the past, especially like three, four years with a lot of young talent. But 10 years ago, when when Junior committed to the men's national team, because he's also eligible for England, it was, a, it was a massive moment. And I remember it because when I used to play FIFA, there was very few Canadians <laughs> in that game and there's only a few usable ones and Junior was always one. So I remember a special moment before I obviously, like I was, I was much younger when he, he committed and it was really cool to watch his career so far. And and like I said, I, I, I know he knows how important it is. And I think he wouldn't have come here if he wasn't hungry and obviously have a manager that trusts him. And I think that's key. As soon as, as soon as I saw he signed, I, I just like, I, you know, you connect the dots. I'm a manager he's played yeah. with before. And I think that maybe gives him a little bit more of an opportunity as long as he's fit, which is key to probably get integrated into the squad quicker. I can't, mm. can't speak. I mean, he, I know he's new to uh, as well. I think what this is game three or four, for four, four. So like mm-hmm. he obviously he's new as well, but I think that gives Junior an even bigger opportunity to because he's still trying to figure out his tactics, the players he trusts, the system. I've seen you guys played in a three four two one, a four four two. So like I said, if if I was guessing, I would ex- expect him as a right wing back, right mid, maybe even right attacking mid if you play four two three one, something along those mm-hmm. sides where I'd expect to see Junior. Well, it's exciting. Um, a player that we're looking forward to to seeing in the red of of Aberdeen, and you never know. Um, if he does well, you might get a Junior Hoylet shirt on that rack behind you as well. Josh. Nah, that would be, be pretty neat, wouldn't it? Need, need to add him. I, got, I need to get Theo Barry in there too because uh, I, 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 I own that. But yeah, Junior could be right there too. Well, I'll put in a word for for you and see if we can get that that arranged as a, as a thank you for coming on um, to give us an insight in, into what he might offer us between now and the end of the season. And hopefully he can do a job for yourselves in getting you guys um, to Copa America. Josh, really appreciate you joining me on Red Tinted Glasses because, of course, it's early morning for you uh, over in Canada. So thank you very much for doing that this morning. Not a problem. I'm excited about the transfer. I really hope it pans out for both of us. And I appreciate the time, Glenn. Thank you very much.